You're listening to Matt Walsh On Demand. The progressive movement is full of lies. Why do Americans keep falling for the deception? In his new book, Liars, Glenn Beck reveals the simple answer, fear. At our most basic level, we're all afraid of something. And progressives exploit this by offering us solutions to our fears. Solutions based on lies and an unrelenting hunger for power and control. Understanding the roots of these lies is key to helping us stop the disease of progressivism. Liars by Glenn Beck. On sale now at glennbeck.com slash liars. So something a little different on the podcast today. I'm uh, going to put on my relationship advice hat. It's a hat I wear every once in a while. One of the, uh, because what, you know, one of the most common complaints that you hear from women is that they always seem to end up in relationships with immature boys masquerading as men and men do have similar complaints about women although it's not as socially acceptable to say it out loud um and of course these days you may even run into boys masquerading as girls and girls masquerading as boys and boys masquerading as iguanas and girls masquerading as cantaloupes you never know what you're going to get out there really the only combination you know you'll have trouble tracking down is a grown man who acts like a grown man or a grown woman who acts like a grown woman so I decided to talk about this to try to help those of my generation or, or any generation who are still single and trying desperately to sift through the uh, societal debris in hopes of finding a partner who isn't emotionally stunted or full-blown insane, which is, which is difficult these days. I don't envy you the task. I know that the task seems impossible, but it's not impossible, not completely anyway. There are mature and well-adjusted people out there. You, you, you just have to know what you're looking for. And to that end, I would like to offer, uh, let's say five, the, this list of five things that every man should have done or be doing before he's eligible to enter into a serious relationship or marriage. Um, if... You are a woman and you're currently dating a man who cannot pass this test. You should probably consider going your separate ways before it's too late. Now, two quick disclaimers before we get started. Um, first, I, I am addressing this to women and about men simply because I am a man. I feel more qualified to speak to the things that a man should do before marriage. I think there's probably a lot of crossover, but there may be an item or two on this list that wouldn't apply as much to women. Second, I know there are exceptions. So you can save the angry emails. I, I, I know, you know, anytime you're talking in broad strokes about people, there are always going to be exceptions. And we always get caught up in talking about the exceptions. And you always have, you always have people who read or listen, and they say, I, I'm offended by what you said because I'm an exception to it. Are you offended? It didn't apply to you. I, 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 I didn't single you out by say everything I'm writing or saying right now applies to you know Johnny Smith. I never said that. I'm just speaking in in general terms because that's all that those are the only terms we can really speak in for these kinds of conversations. If you know it doesn't apply to you, then uh, then don't worry about it. I can immediately think of two examples of uh, exceptions to what I'm about to say. So guys who served in the military. 
or guys who've been in school nonstop since the age of five because they're pursuing a career in some rigorous field like medicine or law or aerospace engineering. I don't know. Um, I think there's some of what I'm about to say that wouldn't really apply there. Some of the things that I think all men should do before marriage, men in those categories may not have done because they're doing something more important. But I really don't think that the the problem of immature men can be chalked up to so many of us becoming surgeons. If that were the problem, there would not be a problem. We'd be in extremely good shape as a culture and a gender if there were just way too many of us um, deciding to fight for our country or, or uh, you know, become astronauts. But that's not what's happening. So I'm not talking about those cases. I think those cases are basically, well, like I said, an exception. Okay, so here are the five things that... Uh, if you're a woman, you should make sure if you're, if you're an adult woman and you're looking to find a suitable partner, make sure that he's done these five things, okay? Number one, make sure that he's held a steady job. You have millions of 20-somethings who are heading into job interviews these days with like key club and soccer team captain as their only entries under work experience. This is a problem, and it, 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 you know, it should also be impossible. It should be impossible. It should be impossible to hit 25 or 26 or 27 without ever having held a steady job of any kind. That should be impossible. Um, by the time I was 25, I had been working already for 10 years. 10 years. Five, I had been working for, uh, I guess, 12 years. Of course, not full-time. I was in middle school and high school for part of that. But by the time I hit 25, I had, been, had spent the last 12 years of my life either working or going to school. I didn't say I did either one of those things particularly successfully at that point, but I was doing them. But I can remember being 25, which is six years ago now. And there were guys that I knew that while I had been working since the age of 13, they had still yet to have, they never had, had a job in their lives. Still at that point. I had 13 years of work experience. They had zero. Um, you know, there's a recent article in Reason in the, the, uh, the, on the website reason.com and it had the headline, um, young men are playing video games instead of getting jobs. That's okay. And then in parentheses, for now. No, it's not okay. And, and I, yes, there are a lot of young men who are playing video games instead of getting jobs, but that is not okay. It is not okay. It is um, most emphatically not okay. A man who thinks it's okay needs to do a lot of growing up in a hurry. In fact, it's really not even okay to want to play video games instead of work. You shouldn't even want that. Because I know there are guys who say, well, I, w I wish I could afford to just play video games all day. Really? If you even would prefer to be playing video games instead of working, that is already a huge problem. Huge red flag. I, I don't desire that. I would not, even if I had $50 million in a bank account, I would not be sitting around playing video games all day. I wouldn't be doing that. I would still be doing something. I'd be working, doing something productive. Um... Because you know what that is? That's called ambition. And young men, and I believe I still qualify, should have ambition. 
they should be hard workers by nature. They should be obsessively honing a craft or developing a skill. They should be invested in a pursuit of some kind. And I don't mean the pursuit of a comfier beanbag chair. I mean the pursuit of something higher. Mystified to do nothing with their time are emotionally and intellectually deficient. And you should really avoid them. Number two, every man before marriage should have experience paying his own bills. When I was 18, I remember being stunned and shocked when I found out that uh, many of my peers didn't even pay their own cell phone bill. Now that I'm 30, it's changed. I'm not shocked anymore. I cannot fathom why any parent would pay their adult child's Verizon tab. It is pretty common practice nowadays. I um, I chipped in for my bills and expenses as a, as a teenager. From I don't know when I started. From I mean, from when I first got a job, I was I was chipping in a little bit. But the real life lesson came when I moved out, and I couldn't believe how much everything costs. I couldn't believe that everything costs something. You know, when you're a kid, you don't really realize that. Or you're not uh, very cognizant of it. That just everything you're doing, what you're eating, where you're living, what you're wearing, just everything, everything you do costs something. Someone has to pay for it. That's what it means to live in modern society. It would be better if it weren't this way. It really should. Part of the reason why it's like this in modern society is that none of us produce anything. None of us are self-sufficient. So we just have to buy everything. Everything we need, we have to buy. And that is, uh, and that's a pretty new phenomenon in civilization. It would have been the case up until about, I don't know, up until we really got into the Industrial Revolution. It would have been the case that, you know, you bought some of what you needed, but, but, uh, but a lot of what you needed, you either grew yourself, you made yourself, you went out and hunted and caught it yourself. Um, and it's not like that anymore. I think it'd be better if it were, but it's not. So everything costs something. Living is an expensive privilege these days, and it's even more expensive when you haven't learned how to budget. And a man who hasn't had to pay his own bills will certainly know nothing about budgeting. And more importantly, he won't know much about what it means to live in the world these days. He just doesn't understand. There's a lot of value in this. And going out there and learning that everything is expensive, everything costs something. You learn about the value of money. And, uh, and it just has a, or it should have a maturing effect. Number three, before marriage, every man should have made sacrifices. Um, and by the way, when I was talking about the exceptions, uh, like paying your own bills, if you're in the military, I guess a lot of the, your everyday expenses are taken care of by the government as well they should be. So that's why I would say that's an exception. But the problem is you have a lot of guys who aren't in the military, never were, um, and yet have still never really paid their own bills. And now they could be 
30 years old. They could be my age, and they still don't pay all of their own bills. Maybe they pay some of them, but at the end of the day, they don't pay all their bills. They are not um, self-sufficient. They are not independent. They are not uh, emancipated even now. I think that's very common. In fact, I was reading an article about it. I, don't, I can't even remember what the statistics were, so there's no reason for me to bring it up. But it, it is a pretty large percentage of people in their late 20s, early 30s who still are not completely emancipated in the sense that they're not financially independent. It's a pretty large percentage of people. So number three, um, every man before marriage should have learned how to make sacrifices. You know, going without, experiencing hardship and hunger, um, I don't think you can achieve maturity unless you, you run through a gauntlet of suffering to find it. That's maturity, the shedding of adolescence. And it has nothing to do with your age demographic. It has everything to do with how hard you work. And so many people see the time before they have a spouse and, and a child, they see that as an opportunity to relax and party And meanwhile, the ambitious ones see it as a chance to sacrifice and to suffer and to go hungry and to do what is necessary and to to strive to to succeed. And yeah, the people in the first category, they have more fun in their 20s, but then they spend the rest of their lives complaining about how things didn't work out. And they didn't work out because you didn't try and you didn't make sacrifices. You weren't willing to make sacrifices, especially when it was most important. Number four. Here's the really important one, uh, and it, 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 all, it all ties into what I've already said. But this is one of the big things that you can look for. Um, a man is not ready for marriage most of the time unless he has lived on his own and supported himself. That, that's one of the most important pieces of advice I'm going to give my daughter when she's older and she's contemplating marriage. I'm going to say, I'm going to say you know, make sure that your husband is a man of strong faith, number one. But number two, be very wary of entering into marriage with a guy who's never lived on his own and taking care of himself. Um, that is a, that is a, that's the biggest red flag of all. And again, Again, it's different than how it used to be. And I, and I realized that. Now, it used to be, in a lot of cases, that a man would, well, think of what it says in the Bible, that a man leaves his father and mother and he clings to his wife. Uh, so, and the obvious insinuation there is that, it, that that's a process that happens pretty quickly. Like, he leaves his, his, uh, his mother and father once he has a wife to cling to. So he's at home and then he leaves when he has a, when he has a wife. Um, and that's how it was throughout the course of human history for a very long time, that a man stayed home and you could have multiple generations of, of families living in, under the same roof. And then he left when he had a wife. And maybe in some cases he still lived on the you know, family farm or on the family uh, homestead with his wife. And that's different. And that was obviously a, a system that worked. Okay, there was a system that worked, and it was a good system. And so but the problem is nowadays people will, say, will look at that and they'll say, so what's the big deal? You know, I'm 27. I'm still living with my parents, but this is what men have been doing forever. So what? Who says I got to live on? And I'll, t- I'll tell you why that's different. Because back then, the men were living 
maybe they were living on the family farm, but they were getting up every morning at 5 a.m. and they were working the farm. They were working. They were contributing to the family. They were working their butts off from sunrise to sunset. That's the, that's the huge difference here. And they lived together because uh, and, and, and in the process of working, they were, they, were, they were learning skills. They were developing these skills. They were, learning, they, they were learning not only how to support themselves, but how to support a family. They were, they were helping to support their own family. And in the process of that training, they obviously developed the skill to support their own family. You know, they, were, they were helping to support their father's family. And in the process, learning how to support their own. And that was great. But in most cases, that is not how it works anymore. If you're 27 and living with your parents, you are probably not getting up at 5 a.m. to go milk the cows. Now, if you are, then great. But, but, uh, but most people aren't. That's not what they're doing. They're living at home in part to avoid work, to avoid sacrifice. That's the difference. One way or another, a man has to learn how to take care of a family. He's got to learn how to do that. And in the year 1787, it was in some ways a lot easier for a man to learn that. Now, life was not easier. It was a, it was a more difficult existence. But it would have been impossible for most men, especially of the, the peasant class, you know, the, the underclass, the, the, low, the lower class, it would have been the working class, whatever word you want to use. It would have been impossible for a man to survive until 25 without learning how to take care of himself. It just, you, if, he didn't learn, if he hadn't learned by then, he'd be dead probably. It's not like that anymore. You don't really have to learn how to take care of yourself, especially if you have parents that are willing to subsidize you. You could go your whole life and never learn a single relevant skill. You could go your whole life and never learn how to take care of yourself. And a lot of people do, and, and, they, and they survive anyway. So one way or another, a man has to learn how to take care of himself. And um, this is how we do it in modern society. I think for a lot of us, this is a necessary step. You don't have a farm to work for. You're not going out and hunting and bringing home dinner every night. So instead, you got to learn differently. And you go and you live in a, in a crappy apartment and you work a crappy job and uh, you learn, you know, you go grocery shopping and you learn how to, you know, go hungry and you just kind of survive and you make do. And then once you've been doing that for a little while, um, then I think you've kind of toughened up to the point where you can support a family. And I think as long as a person lives, wait, was that, was that, what did I say? Five? That was only four. Oh yeah. Five. Well, the fifth, here's the fifth one. I'll say that a man, um, a man, is really not ready for marriage until he's developed interests outside of TV and video games. I think this is an important one that's overlooked a lot of the time. But a man should have interests, should have things that interest him, hobbies, whatever you want to call it, outside of just watching TV and playing games. That's part of manhood. It's part of being a man. 
you know. Uh, I think that's a really important aspect of it, actually. And like I said, we overlook it, and it's really easy. And this is something that even, you know, for, for, for me, it's, I, I, have, I have plenty of interests outside of watching TV. I don't play video games at all. Um, I have plenty of interests outside of watching TV. Some of those interests just kind of come naturally to me, and they always have. But there's also, but there's still, look, at the end of the day, I come home from work, um, or, you know, I've been, we've been dealing with the kids all day or whatever, you know, you've been living your life. And at the end of the day, sometimes you feel like, well, I just want to sit and watch TV because it's just the easiest, it's, 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 it's the path of least resistance and it's the easiest thing to do. So I'll just sit there and just kind of have my brain half turned off and just sit there and watch TV for hours. And um, as long as you have a TV in a home, in the home, there's always going to be a temptation to do that. And I think there are times when it's okay to do that, you know, but even in those times, not for too long. I'm not saying you should never watch TV, but I'm saying, so even for me, there's a time where I have to, where I have to make an effort. You say, you say to myself, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not just going to sit, you know, I'm going to pick up this book and I'm going to read it. So right now I'm reading a book about, uh, about Cortez, actually the Spanish conquistador who conquered the Aztecs. And because why? Just because, because it's an interesting topic and I just want to know about it. It's just something I want to know about. I can't like do anything with the knowledge, quote unquote, do anything with it. I'm not going to put it on my resume, but it's just not, it's just, inf- it's just knowledge is what it is. And I, and I, and I just want, and I just want to have that knowledge. So, and it's an interesting story. So I, that's what I'm doing. I'm reading that book. And so I think that these are, you know, whether it's reading books or it's uh, building things or it's, you know, exercising or it's uh, fishing or hunting or whatever it is. Even sitting around with a, some other guys and having a drink and just talking. I mean, just something outside of just sitting there and looking at a screen. Guys really need to develop those interests. Um, being able to build things, especially, I think is really important for guys. And I, and I say that as someone, I can't build anything. That's a skill that I completely lack. And I feel like I'm, I, f- I feel the, the absence of it. You know, I feel like there's this hole in me where I should, I should know how to do that. And I don't. So I'm not claiming I'm perfect, but these are, these are things that we should do before we get married. And I think as long as a person lives a life devoid of these ingredients where they don't, you know, don't have a job, they're not paying bills, not making sacrifices. They're, they don't, they're not independent. They aren't, um, they don't have interests outside of, uh, outside of TV. As long as that's the case, they're always going to be an adolescent. They will exist in this kind of limbo world between childhood and adulthood, too old to be a child, but too immature and competent to be an adult. And, um, it's always going to be that way until you embrace these things. And so that's why I say as women, you should look for that. And I think for men, you look for a lot of this in women too. I think that, as I said, I think there are some differences. I don't personally think that it's as important. And I know I'm, this is a, so sexist and patriarchal of me. I don't think it's as important for a woman to live on her own completely before getting married in modern society. I don't think it's important at all, actually. Because women are different. As much as we're told they're not. Women are different. Women are more relational anyway. A woman's not going to be inclined to live by herself. She wants to be around people, to 
you know, relate to people, communicate with people, take care of people. That's what a woman wants. And so she's going to, whether she's living with her family or she's living with uh, roommates or something, women, women are going to sort of be more inclined to that. I think that's fine. That's great. But a man, I think for a man especially, to be on your own and learning about life on your own for a bit, for a little bit of time, I think is really important, as well as everything else I just listed. So there you go. I hope that you find this useful and uh, that this podcast uh, changes your life and solves all your problems. Who knows? You never know. All right, I'll talk to you guys next time. Akruche Salus. Godspeed. Godspeed.